Hello there and welcome back to another edition of Bat Books for Beginners. I'm your host Nick and today I'm reviewing a three issue mini-series that was published in 1990 called World's Finest. To my knowledge it hasn't been collected in a trade paperback and is only available as the original comics. It involves Superman and Lex Luthor and of course Batman and the Joker and is the first time we've had Superman in BBFB. The story is provided by Dave Gibbons who's worked on many comics including Watchmen. Not many Batman stuff though, only Batman vs Predator and the art is provided by Steve Rude and Carl Kessel. So how does the big boy in blue do on his BBFB debut? Let's find out. And just in case you didn't know, where have you been for the last 70 years? Here's a little bit of info on his background. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to soar higher than any plane. This amazing stranger from the planet Krypton. The man of steel. Superman. Possessing remarkable physical strength, Superman fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Disguised as a mild-mannered newspaper reporter, Clark Kent. The book opens with, uh, with contrasting scenes of Batman and Superman preventing a crime in their respective city, and already suspecting their nemeses, Lex Luthor and the Joker, of certain misdeeds. Clark Kent and Bruce meet at Midway Orphanage, where a major plot thread develops concerning the owners. Lex Luthor arrives in Gotham to purchase land for sinister reasons. He learns that the Joker owns the land he wants and meets him to organise a deal. Joker agrees to sell his land and he takes a vacation to Metropolis in the process with his two new henchmen, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Lex begins to complain of vigilantes, but this narrative doesn't really continue. Joker starts to make trouble in Metropolis as we see the villains have swapped cities. The heroes decide to swap cities too. Lex tries to bring down a dilapidated house by ordering his henchmen to remove vital supports. Superman arrives to save the house and learns from the residents of Lex's misdeeds. Meanwhile, back in Metropolis, Batman attempts to catch Tweedledee and Dumb, but fails and the police begin to complain of Batman and his methods. At the Christmas party back at Midway Orphanage, we learn that an older senior figure at the orphanage who was considered dead used to use kids to commit felonies. That figure is still alive and has been in hiding, using his heir to attempt to continue his work. I found this to be a very unclear narrative and very confusing. The Joker then decides to arrive and sets the orphanage on fire disguised as Father Christmas. The kids are saved and the villains escape. Then we head off to New Year's Eve and bombs go off in Gotham and blackouts occur in Metropolis at the stroke of midnight. Superman deals with the blackouts in Metropolis and then flies to Gotham to help Batman put out all the fires using an underground river to flood the flames from an idea that Batman has. Then Batman is flown to Metropolis by Superman as they look for the Joker, who they learn has sabotaged a power plant, and that power plant is in Meltdown. Superman picks up the capsule at the plant that is about to explode, and sends it into space where it detonates safely. A new alliance is made between the two heroes who are declared the world's finest team from the newspaper, and if you didn't realise, that's the title. Clever there, isn't it? 
A new orphanage is born at Midway Orphanage, and Joker and Lex Luthor are frustrated, and I am falling asleep. Where's the Joker? Who knows? Making ha-ha with Harley Quinn. I don't know, honest! I never went back after he muscled in. I don't want nothing to do with that clown. That's enough. I think you've got your answer. I won't have vigilantism in my town. You'll be rid of me. As soon as I find the Joker. That may not be soon enough. So in review, here's what I felt about the book. There were certain plot threads that just weren't followed through. For example, there was Lex Luthor complaining about vigilantes, saying he's going to outlaw them. This never gets revisited again. Uh, Bruce and Lois have a chat. They seem to be getting on in the first issue. That's never visited again. These things just crop up and you think they're going to develop, but nothing happens. There was a lot more of Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent than I expected, and a lot less of Superman and Batman. And I found the two, when interacting, were very boring and didn't excite me at all. Interestingly, we had a rather chubby Lex Luthor in this series. I'm not fully aware of um, Lex Luthor's appearance throughout history, but uh, he's certainly more slim-lined and muscly nowadays than the chubby one we had in this series. The art in the book was actually very interesting, and um, it looked very good. It was quite classical. Um, Superman looked like he was from the old 1940s cartoon serials, and um, I thought the art was actually pretty good. Certainly a major plus in the book, with a lot of negatives. The orphanage plotline was incredibly boring. I really didn't care what was going on, and I even struggled to understand clearly what was happening. Thank God that most of that had ended by the second issue, and didn't really bother me in the third issue much. But um, this that really brought the entire book down, the entire orphanage th plot thread didn't interest me, very dull. What is it doing there? And there were lots of other questions to, that were raised in the book. For instance, Tweedledum and Tweedledee, great to see them. Why are they helping the Joker? It was never really explained. Are they just mercenaries getting paid? Are they mad? I have no idea what's going on there. They just happen to be helping him. And for that fact, why is Lex Luthor working with the Joker? For a house. Why doesn't he just kill the Joker? It's not clear at all why the two would want to work together. I mean, you can understand the Joker's crazy and he'll do anything, but Lex Luthor's a smart man. Why would he want to work with the Joker? Confusing. Not clear at all. I did love the contrasting artwork between the two cities of Gotham and Metropolis, and it was nice to see the characters, Superman and Batman, swap cities and being the, uh, the city that doesn't fit them. But again, that's a compliment of the art, I think. Now, the second issue of the three was in very, very dull. The climax of the orphanage story, as I said, really didn't make any impact. It didn't interest me at all. Very boring. I couldn't tell the difference between Lex Luthor and his men. I seem to have had that problem with one or two books recently. And it just seems to be about art and making sure you differentiate between each character. Because Lex Luthor's men were all bald and they were all a bit chubby too. So it all felt like it was a bunch of Lex Luthers and I couldn't tell the difference. There were several sections in the, um, in the issues where there was no speech at all. Completely just panels. Just pictures to tell the story. And I thought they were very effective. I thought the storytelling was good there. You can get across what's happening without people having to say anything. That's not a problem. thought it was really good. But as I said, the overall story sent me to sleep. There was a really cheesy ending with the orphanage. And the orphanage was barely even mentioned in the third issue. So a weak ending. But at least in the final issue, the threat level was raised. 
as we were talking about blowing up cities and stuff like that. So it raised the threat level a little bit in the final issue. However, the only entertainment I found throughout the issues was the Joker, and even he seemed a little bit duller than usual. Something really went wrong with this book. All the excitement was drained out. No fun. The interaction between Batman and Superman? Not fun. No interesting characters. No development. Really boring. Completely flat. Avoid this book. As a result, I'm going to give it 2 out of 5 Batarangs, and that's mostly for the art, which I think is very good. And the odd, clever moment of writing out of an entire book of very, very dull scripting. And I'll let you know, this wasn't far off a 1 out of 5 Batarangs, but it only gets 2 thanks to the art. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! So thank god that's over with, and Superman's debut, not very impressive. Let's hope he does better next time. And speaking of next time, I've got more heroes turning up, as I'll be looking at JLA Year One, that's Justice League of America, for you beginners, Year One, written by Mark Wade and Brian Augustine, and the art's provided by Barry Kitson. This book looks back at how the original Justice League of America formed, and the trial and tribulations that it had to endure during its first year of existence. Having to deal with human issues of trust and attraction in superhuman situations, we watch as founding members The Flash, Green Lantern, Black Canary, Martian Manhunter and Aquaman learn about both the pros and cons of working as a team. Joined by Batman and Superman in some of their earliest adventures, these tales set the foundation on which the greatest superhero team of all time was built. So look forward to that next time. You can always contact me at nick at thebatmanuniverse.net or pop on the forums, leave some feedback, I always appreciate that. So, after a poor debut from Superman, let's see if he can up his game in JLA Year One. And just before I go, I'll leave you with a small treat that I managed to dig up, which includes all four characters from the world's finest book. Lex, Joker, Batman and Superman. So enjoy this treat, and I'll see you next time. If only World's Finest was as exciting as this is. See ya. I hate to bother you, but I promised these people I'd call them back this morning. What do you think? Well, I don't know, Kent. We That's personally... Here. Mr. White, I think you make a terrific story. What's a terrific story? Every punk in this town is scared stiff. You know what they say? They say you can't be They say you dream story. I'm Batman. So what do you think, Mr. White? Can I go ahead and make my travel plan? Oh, I was going to ask you the same thing about mine. All right, Kent. Gee, thanks, Mr. White. Bruce Wayne. Oh, I read your work. I like it. I like it a lot. Comedy. <laughs> anyway, you're going to stay in Gotham for a while.
century, a man would just naturally want to face the challenge of the century. Hi there. I just found out Jack Neighbor's still alive. You've already broken all the laws of man, Luther. Looks like you've broken the laws of nature, too. Tell me something. He's a little bit anxious. Can you blame him? I'm not one of your great thinkers. Destroy Superman. <laughs> all right, Luther, where's the gas pellet? Somewhere. Is that how a warped brain like yours gets its kicks? By planning the death of innocent people? No, by causing the death of innocent people. Exactly how would you know that, Kent? Um. First impression? 